This is Kate Swoboda, creator of YourCourageousLife.com, director of the Courageous Living Coach Certification at TeamCLCC.com, and author of the book, The Courage Habit, which is available at booksellers and at Amazon. The Your Courageous Life podcast is all about going after what you want and creating and living a more courageous, emotionally resilient life. Might drop a couple of F-bombs, so maybe don't listen with your kids in the backseat of the car. And here we go with today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new year. (sighs) Deep breath. Deep breath, right? Because we have walked through something really difficult in these pandemic times. And yet today I'm going to talk about goal setting in uncertain times. And I hope that this podcast is one that has longevity. I hope that this is one that you can look back at later and say to yourself, ah, the tools are still relevant because here's the thing. We always live in uncertain times. Always. The things that challenge us are not going to go away. Life's uncertainties are not going to go away. The reality is that we are all in this human experience and diagnoses happen and accidents happen and injustice happens and our hearts hurt when we suffer or when we see the suffering of others in the world. We are trying to reconcile how we put leaders in place who are truly going to affect change. I don't think anybody is 100% happy with the election results. Could be an understatement for some people. We are looking around at our lives and we are going at all times. How do we create meaning? How do we go after our purpose? How do we live our from the place of our most courageous selves? Now, right before 2020 was coming to a close, I did a webinar on agile planning in uncertain times. And I still would recommend that you check out that webinar. If you search for in Google, if you go to Crowdcast and also search for Kate Courageous, you should find me pretty easily. And then you'll find the webinar, Agile Planning for Uncertain Times. So if you listen to that webinar, you'll know that I I run everybody through a couple of different exercises. And we're trying to keep agile. We're trying to, in other words, be adaptive to whatever comes and If you are actually going through agile management, that is a management style that involves setting goals, working in short phases, regularly reassessing what's going on and saying, okay, is there a moment where we need to pivot or we need to adapt to something? And so instead of saying, I've got this goal and I'm going towards it, no matter what, these are the steps. It's more like I've got this goal and instead of, um, and no matter what I am, I, I do intend to hit my goal. I've I've got an initial plan for what the steps are going to look like, but I'm going to be agile as I go through the process of attaining that goal. Now, I know that there are some people who maybe hate setting goals or the concept of New Year's resolutions. Personally, I think that a lot of that hating it comes from really going about goal fulfillment or attainment in a way that just wears you down. 
And uh, well, I think it's, I guess, I suppose I think it's two things. I think it's people go after goal fulfillment in ways that wear them down and that feel really depleting or people go after air quotes, goal fulfillment, and they give up really quickly when things get hard and then they beat up on themselves. And instead of looking at themselves and saying, what is going on for me that I'm not sticking to this thing that I say I want for my life, they go, oh, well, goal setting just doesn't work for me. Well, uh, no, not necessarily. Goal setting can work for anybody if they make it work for them. But there is something to the fact that in times where the news headlines have us flipping our heads back and forth like watching a tennis match and we're trying to figure out like what we want to do, how we want to take action, who we want to be in all this, plus we're worried about our own physical health and the health of the people we love and of course we're worried about the emotional health of the people around us and the people that we love. School is an uncertainty for so many people. Jobs are an uncertainty there's a lot more uncertainty than usual. So do you want to use some level of goal setting to try to steer the course of the year you're going to have in 2021? And if you haven't already, I suggest you listen to my 2020 recap because that was a podcast episode that went live right before 2020 was coming to a close. And in that podcast episode, I talk about 2020 was not a complete wash for me. 2020 is really hard. I'm not denying that at all, but it's not a wash for me. And the reason it's not a wash for me is because I really doubled down on seeing challenges as opportunities. I made a decision very early in the pandemic, and it is a decision that any of you can make right now that no matter what the year threw at me, I was going to use it as an opportunity. And I made an audacious declaration that I was going to end 2020 happier, healthier, richer, and stronger. And I looked for those opportunities throughout 2020. Did everything always work out according to plan? No, not at all. But I definitely feel a sense of, okay, there's, there's more resilience available here because I leaned into it than because I avoided. So that is the thing that I would say to look at around goal setting, around looking at 2021 as an opportunity. Are you shying away from it? Are you going, oh my God, I hate all these life coaches. They're always talking about goal setting and they're always talking about resolutions. I don't like resolutions. Well, if you want to hang out there and if you feel good hanging out there, keep hanging out there. But if 2020 sucked for you, And you're going, what can I do to make this coming 12 months better, even if I don't have a vaccine, even if the pandemic is still happening, even if racial injustice is still happening, even if I don't feel good about my elected leaders at all levels, you know, it's not just a presidential election we're talking about where there are failings of the candidates where, you know, the the pool of candidates basically got down to the same old, older, white male figures. So there are things that we don't like in this world. And yet those circumstances will always be there. There will always be the potential for a health threat. There will always be the potential for adversity. There will always be the potential for us to say, 
you know, even if, even if you're happy with the candidate that, that got elected, there's still a lot to go when it comes to progressive agendas that support diversity, equity, inclusion, reducing, eliminating oppression and bias and, 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 and we got a long way to go. So it's really about the story you set for 2021 as your starting off point. Let's start there. Before we talk about goals, let's just make sure that you listening to this podcast, you're really clear for yourself. You want some kind of change because if you don't want some kind of change, hey, don't go after any kind of change. If you're good with how you're living your current life, congratulations. I'm, and I don't say that in a sarcastic or condescending way. If you're good with how you're living your life, that's excellent. Do more of what's been working for you. For everybody else, the invitation is here to set some goals for 2021. And I want you to be able to pivot as needed, no matter what 2021 brings, because, you know, the problems that we're facing right now are not going away anytime soon. So if I, if I slash we, if we take in the mindset of, I'm going to accept the fact that those problems are here, but without going into the story that this means everything is despairing, then you're in a pretty powerful position. As soon as I accept the fact that times are hard and then go, my story is, even in hard times, I can roll up my sleeves and I go, where am I needed? What can I do? What are the, the possibilities? Then I have opportunities ahead of me. So there are a couple things that I think about and suggest around goal setting. And I talk about this in more detail in the Agile Planning During Uncertain Times webinar. Again, you can find that by going to Crowdcast and searching for Kate Courageous, or you can go to Google and search for both Crowdcast, Kate Courageous, or I'm, I'm guessing you'd probably find it if you even typed in Kate Courageous Agile Planning During Uncertain Times. But the big thing that would be a takeaway for this podcast And I'm going to divide this podcast discussion into two parts. One is how to set a goal where you really can't lose no matter what you set up. And two is I'm going to go give an overview of how I set up goals for the year. So setting up a goal where you really can't lose, focus on three specific places, outcomes, what you can learn and how you want to feel. Outcomes what you can learn, how you want to feel. You could also use as support for everything um, that that you're trying to figure out for what you want this year to be the free Courageous Living Planner. Head to yourcourageouslife.com forward slash begin. You become a subscriber, join the library of resources. And it's not just a planner. I'm I'm a little bit of a worksheet fanatic. I I love a good worksheet with some good inquiry questions. And I've got a bunch of different resources that are there for you. One of them is the Courageous Living Planner. The Courageous Living Planner takes you through recapping what your year has been, asks you about what you want in the year ahead, and then broken down each month. Each month has a theme. But as you're getting into your nitty gritty goals, three things, outcome, learning how you want to feel. So the example that I gave on the agile planning webinar was, let's say you decide that this is the year you want to write a book. 
The outcome is writing the actual book. And most people just set a goal by looking at the outcome. They go, I have this outcome. I want to write a book. And then that's where a lot of the pressure around success and failure crop up because you're a success if you write the book and you hit the end of the year with a manuscript in your hand, you're a failure if it's anything less than that. And many people are looking around going, there's so much craziness happening in the world right now. I don't even know where I'm going to be by the end of 2021 with so many things. How could I possibly set a goal? Well, If you have always had a a heart desire for a particular goal, go ahead and define the outcome. But if you want to set up a goal that you can't fail, also define what you want to learn and how you want to feel. So the outcome could be, I want to write a book. Learning could be what my creative process looks like. Feeling, how I want to feel could be, I want to feel expansive more days than not. And we talked about several other examples on that webinar. Like if you're a coach and your dream is to really grow your coaching business and you want to have X number of clients, that's your outcome. But you get stuck in this place of possibly feeling like failure-y, if that's even a word, we'll go ahead and say it is, if that's the only metric. If you're also including, what do I want to learn about being a coach, having a coaching business? If you want to add in, how do I want to feel as I go about this? Well, hey, no matter what happens, no matter how many clients you end 2021 with, you're going to feel something good. You're going to learn something. And of course, all of this builds on itself because when you're feeling good and when you're learning something, then that actually ups the probability that you're going to hit your outcome. So that's a pretty good thing. All right. How I personally do my own goal setting, even in uncertain times, I have always kept things agile. So I use my own courageous living planner. I like having a focus for each month. So for instance, in January, the focus is your most courageous self. How can you bring that to the forefront of your life? And then in February, it pivots to staying motivated because I'm so aware that one thing that happens when people set goals is they get really excited about all that's possible. And then a couple weeks in, say about February, that's when people start going, I'm having all this problem staying motivated. So that's why February is that. In March, the topic is conscious joy. Conscious joy, like really doubling down And this will be like right at the year mark for the pandemic when we first started to go into shelter in place in some parts of the United States and much of the world was was in quarantine at that point. You know, when we get to March, conscious joy, how do we create conscious joy? Like an intentional, I'm going to be joyful. And I thought of that for March, by the way, because March is usually when winter is still lingering and it's still kind of cold and then it's kind of muddy. And everybody's just like, winter, I'm so over it. (laughs) When can we do something different here? So that's why March is that topic. April, I chose the topic of creating courageous habits because it's a time of renewal. It's a time of saying, okay, I've been 
a couple of months into something, let me really look at what my habits are because some of the habits that I've, I've had in place are getting in the way of me making more progress. So that just gives you a little overview. So I use my own Courageous Living Planner as a, a kind of mental setting point each month. And then the other item that I use is the Daily Greatness Planner. And I specifically use the Business Planner. Daily Greatness offers a number of different planners, and I'm not an affiliate for them, by the way. I mean, I have an affiliate link like somewhere, but I'm not sharing it here because I just want to share with you what I do, and you go find it and look at it and see if it works for you. But I've used the Daily Greatness Planner for a few years. I always tell people when they ask me what I like about those planners, it whipped my butt into shape. Like It really helped me to have a system for what I want the year to be about. And I'll explain what that system is. In essence, at the start of the year, you sit down, you say, what is it I want for the year ahead? You're prompted by within the Daily Greatness Planner for some questions. You probably could also get some great questions from the Courageous Living Planner. Sit down, you answer those questions, and you establish what you want your end of year goals to be. Then you just look at quarter one. I mean, I suppose you could try to plan out all four quarters, but personally, and this is part of how I stay agile, I only go one quarter at a time. So I just look at Q1 and I say, okay, if my end of the year goal, I'll use the book writing example again, because it's one that's applicable to so many things. You can kind of visualize it. Um, If my end of year goal is to have a book written like a manuscript, and I want to Uh, learn more about what my creative process looks like, and I want to feel creative and expansive more days than not, then what do I need to be doing during quarter one to go in that direction? How many chapters do I need to write in quarter one if I'm theoretically going to have a 250-page manuscript by the end of the year? Or do I want to reserve quarter four for editing, or am I going to push out editing to 2022 and it's just 2021 is just getting the words down onto the page. So outcome writing a book, what do I need to do in Q1 to put myself on that path? Learning. If I want to learn what my creative process around the book is like, what do I need to be paying attention to in Q1? If I want to feel a certain way, creative and expansive, how can I create a check-in with myself during Q1 so that I'm still putting emphasis on how I want to feel. Then the planner goes to setting your week. So I would look at a a typical week. I would check in on my quarterly goals. I would start looking at where my appointments are. I'd start looking at where I have other things set up and then going, okay, like where am I going to slot in time for these particular goals? And I actually put them on my schedule for the week and then I do week to week. You could theoretically also ask yourself, not just what do I want to do annually, what do I want to do quarterly, but also what is my goal for the month? To me, that's a little more granular. My life can be a little up and downy. I sometimes just have more things going on or, you know, I just want a little bit more room in my schedule to detour for a fun project or to be able to take on being interviewed for a podcast or Maybe I'll get some ideas about a a joint venture that I want to do with someone. So I like to leave it a little more open, but I look at my week and it's like, okay, how am I going to honor these different things? And then I plot out 
my week very loosely. I don't do it down to the hour. I don't do any color coding of a schedule. I look at the Pinterest boards of color coded schedules. I'm like, wow, that is a whole other level of organization. I don't aspire to it, but I certainly don't look down on it. I think it's pretty badass if you can get that granular, but that's not for me. I like to have a little more room. Maybe you do too. So in essence though, the fact that I'm only planning by quarter leaves it really open. So I'm, you know, I'm like not looking around for some wood to knock on here, like knock on wood that this won't happen. But God forbid, if I did get COVID and my outcome related writing plans were derailed because I had to deal with being sick or if someone I loved was dealing with COVID, because I'm only planning one quarter at a time, I can get the wheels in motion. I can start heading down the path of my goal, but without locking in the entire year. And by the way, that's the other thing that I think had me stuck for a while as well, was that I was trying to, I I would get excited about a goal and then I'd plot out the entire year and then I'd immediately feel kind of boxed in, kind of like, it's all gritchety. I feel like now I have to, and it's kind of a bummer. And where's the passion? Where's the room for spontaneity? Just going one quarter at a time seems to work really, really well for me. And then quarter one, I can evaluate it at the end of Q1 as I go into Q2 and I can go, well, what was actually helpful and what didn't work? So goal setting in uncertain times. It's got to look like a few different pieces. One of them being, how do I keep it flexible enough that I can win at these goals no matter what? And another being, how can I get at least a little bit strategic to hold myself at least a little bit accountable? I have the lovely friend, Laura Heacock, who runs Kind Over Matter, not mind, but kindovermatter.com, beautiful friend. And she started saying to me a while ago, what gets put on the calendar gets done. And she's so right. I've I've just really found that to be true. So whatever your plan is for going into this year, make it something that has enough room where you'll be successful at it, no matter how you approach it, at least at a piece of it. But then also you have to create some kind of structure for yourself. And the structure does not have to be planned from start to finish. That to me is one of the biggest revelations because I've worked with people in a coaching context or on webinars and et cetera. And I've, I've from so many different backgrounds and some people are like, I come from a corporate background that's so heavy on scheduling and I just feel like ah, it's too structured. And then people who have said, I have an ADHD diagnosis and I can't plan anything really structured because my brain just doesn't work that way. And to, to either of those extremes from highly structured to, I really have a lot of uh, trouble with structure and I want to change that. This is a skill that you can actually learn. This is absolutely a skill that you can learn. When I first was setting the habit of sticking to my goals after I had set them, it was post-it note city for me, reminders in my electronic devices pinging at me every single day at the same times. It really was your basic habit formation. How do you provide yourself with some kind of cue to tripwire the habit? There's a reason why so many people 
meditate first thing in the morning or work out first thing in the morning. And it is because when you have a cue, like I wake up and then I go do X, then it becomes a habit and it almost feels odd not to do it. I got to tell you, I had had a, a really great meditation streak of like 500 and some odd days. And there was one morning when a friend was having a birthday breakfast. So I got up and I didn't have time to meditate before the breakfast, but I just thought, nah, no worries. I'll meditate at lunch or I'll meditate that night, you know, before bed or, you know, I'll, I'll find another time to meditate. No worries. I was not worried about it at all. I go to this friend's birthday breakfast and I'm very glad I did, by the way, it was totally worth it, but you can probably see where this story is starting to go. It is that then because I had not done meditation at the time I was accustomed to doing it, it literally completely went off my radar <laughs> and I didn't meditate that day. And I broke like a, I don't know, 570 some odd day or something like that streak. And now I'm working my way back. <laughs> but in essence, this is not necessarily going to feel um, integrated into your life at first. There might be some feelings of rebellion around, oh, now that I've set a goal, I feel, you know, I've got every reason in the world not to actually follow through. It's been a bad day. These terrible, upsetting news headlines. How can anyone think of staying concrete or, uh, sorry, consistent with a goal during times like these? All of that's going to come up for you. But the reality is that you need something to guide your life. I really believe this. We all need something to guide our lives. And if it's not a concrete goal, then maybe call it a vision or maybe say, I just want to live in alignment with my life purpose, or I want to honor my values more this year. However you want to phrase it, it is really important to have something that is guiding you because these are difficult times. And my deepest hope for you would be that you would end 2021 looking back on the year and saying, this was a hard year. This was a hard year because we're not going to have a widespread inoculation vaccine type protection just because the calendar changed over from 2020 to 2021, you know, for, for the mass population. So given that fact, what are we going to do? How are we going to step forward? What do you want 2021 to be for you? The pandemic does not have to define your life. Feeling like our leaders, leaders in air quotes, man, um, need to step up more. That does not have to define your life. Social oppression does not have to define your life. All of these things impact your life. I'm not going over into just like the land of lollipops and cake and just going, it's fine. Don't think about it. You know, just like, it's just a thought and, and you can just change your thoughts and change your life and it's fine. No, there's some very real outcomes <laughs> and impacts from those factors and you will feel frustrated and you will feel sad and you will feel, Oh, how much more of this can I take? So what if that's how you define 2021? I'm going to push it. I'm going to actually become more resilient than I've ever been in my life. I'm going to use these times to grow into something better. 
Wouldn't it be great to look back quarter one of 2021 and say, I can see it. I can see it's, it's small, but the needle has moved on how resilient I am since January. And then wouldn't it be great to get to mid-year, end of quarter two, and look back and say, ah, I've gotten even more resilient. These are things that you can create for yourself. But it's got to start by having something that's going to guide you and a willingness to say that even in uncertain times, you're going to find your way through because that is your commitment. That is your goal. That is your vision. That is your purpose. That is your alignment with who you are. That is your most courageous self, whatever you want to call it. If you decide to commit to that, you're going to have a pretty amazing year. So I hope that you really enjoy the Courageous Living Planner. Again, it's completely free. Head over to yourcourageouslife.com forward slash begin. And once you're a subscriber, you'll be able to download the planner. There are so many other goodies that are in the Your Courageous Life library. I'm always really excited about that. And I would love it if, you know, if you're filling out Courageous Living Planner pages or any of that, tag me, especially on Instagram. Um, I'm Kate Courageous on Instagram. I would love to see some photos of you using the planner and what you're up to with that. And uh, here's to us having our most courageous year yet, because courage is not just, did I do a big thing and survive it? Courage is, we feel afraid. We dive in anyway, dive in, not as in like you just feel the fear and do it anyway. I'm, I'm talking about diving in anyway, diving into your process, into your feelings, into your resistance, into what you most want for your life, into what, what is going to most nourish your way of being and then transforming and transformation is always what happens when we're willing to dive into who we are and what we're about and meet our resistance and see what's on the other side. All right. That's today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You know, you can continue the work and the fun. If you want to head on over to yourcourageouslife.com forward slash begin and become a Your Courageous Life subscriber because as soon as you sign up, you get access to an entire library of worksheets and audios and other bonuses. And of course, you'll be receiving more courage in your inbox. And who wouldn't love that? You can learn more about the Courageous Living Coach Certification at teamclcc.com. You can get the Courage Habit at your local bookseller on Amazon, wherever you like. We can even connect on social media. I'm on Facebook at Your Courageous Life. So look for facebook.com forward slash Your Courageous Life. And I'm on Instagram as Kate Courageous. And I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. So here's to you using these courageous tools in your life and creating a real ripple effect of good. And again, thanks so much for listening. I love it that you're here.